Right, three, two, one, and we are on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. We are here today at the den yeah. for a den talk. It's Bam and my co-host Cam. Hey. We're going to talk about some random things, mainly the first five episodes, or maybe four. Uh, this is episode six. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. There you go. If you count the first uh, one. I've lost track already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah hopefully you've um, enjoyed and taken something out of it. So. Yeah, we're trying to get an episode out every week. Uh, so this week, life just kind of got in the way for me. Just didn't have enough time to get this done. So we're going to try something a bit different and just wing it and have a chat between ourselves and no editing and just upload it straight up. So hopefully it's up by this afternoon. Yeah, if you hear some um, beeping sounds and noises at the back, it's because we're near a truck yard. Yeah, that truck yard that dumps dust into the gym every day. It's great. Yeah. It makes my life so easy. Anyway, we're here today. So uh, we're going to talk about some random things. So first, I think the... I guess, oh, sorry. What have you, the first five episodes, Yeah. how have you found it? Like, it seems like it's happened pretty quickly. We've gone from introducing ourselves we've already had what four guests or three guests three yeah three yeah and now we're here doing a quick recap i mean it's already almost been a month and a half yeah yeah, yeah. if you do it if we, we're doing it weekly so this is our sixth episode so it's it's gone pretty quick yeah um obviously we're um, still finding our feet with you know being talk show hosts if you may um and trying to polish off some things but obviously we are growing um and to our guests that um supported us that was great um bk for the first one and then connor and then paul for the uh, most recent one i think we've all i've enjoyed all of them like i never thought that at first you know the first maybe five to ten minutes of the talk it's more of like it's very awkward yeah and then you're like oh you settle down yeah you settle in as we go so yeah, that's what I mean by we're not going to edit it because for every episode we've done so far, the start has been a bit shaky and I guess off and on. Like, especially for me, my voice needs to settle down. Um, me shaking in general, things just don't work too well. So I get that. I have to fix that every episode. That's the first thing I focus on. But for now, let's just see how it goes. Yeah. Just for the episode recaps, I think... We've got good numbers on them, and it's not about the numbers, but uh, they're still climbing, and people... I have a look at them every couple of days. And so, for example, BK's episode has jumped 10... was had 10 plays in the last three days. Last three days? Yeah, so... So it's still going. People are still interested. And if you've noticed, I've changed the headings or the titles of each episode. Maybe a bit controversial... Get some in, get some uh, attention from people rather than just seeing episode one, two, three. Yeah, well, it's it's clickbait, you know. Yeah. It's it's the it's a clickbait culture, you know. We we don't try to um, be as controversial as others. Yeah. Like we're not putting out false advertising. It's you know it's just what we have. So if you find it controversial, please let us know. Yeah. So I think I oh know I know Connor's episode actually ticked over a hundred individual plays so not just someone playing the podcast more than once 
over 100 people have actually listened to that episode. There you go. So that's probably well, a good 60 more than I ever thought we'd get in mm. the first five weeks. Yeah, but uh, there you go. And BK and Paul aren't too far behind. And so it's a credit to them. They're obviously interesting people, and that's why we got them on. That's it. Well, if you are enjoying the episodes, let's subscribe and share the episodes that you like and let us know. Like we're more than open, more than open to um, comments and suggestions and where we can get better at what we're doing. So it'd be great to hear from you guys and what we need to achieve or what we need to improve on as we go. But we've like I feel like we've we're starting to starting to get our our feet, you know, with the entire podcast um, world and how it all works, but. So we're having fun. I'm having fun. You having fun? Yeah, yeah. And coming from being unsure about wanting to do it to being on to episode six, yeah, it's uh, not somewhere I thought I'd be. But yeah, really enjoying it. And I know coming out of my shell and talking to other people, talking about myself, uh, trying to get to know more people better. And uh, for anyone that was or does follow the Instagram account, uh, Den Talk Podcast. I uh, realised we had our first giveaway. And it wasn't just a gimmick, oh, do this, do this, and we won't actually give anything away. We actually sent the wildlife voucher off uh, a couple of days ago. So if you were in it, you had a chance. If you thought it was fake, well, too bad. Too bad, so sad. Yeah, and that's $100 out of our pocket that we sent off, and that was simply because people were willing to support us. So. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like... A lot of people seen the post, I'm sure. But like support is like probably one of the biggest things these days. You know, when someone opens a new business, someone starts a new thing, you kind of want to get behind it. Yeah. You know, even though, I don't know, I don't know. It's 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 been it's been it's been pretty weird. It's been pretty weird with like like support. Yeah, uh, so I was talking to you about it the other day. Yeah. I mean, you've got the usual supporting people and the people you expect, or not expect, but you know are always going to support something that you do. It was also surprising to see that it wasn't everyone that we thought would support us. Yeah. And there are people that shy away from sharing a post or even following the account. Like, it's, it's not that hard. Mm. And I've been that person where I've thought, oh, what will people think of me if I support this business, right? And now that I'm in the shoe, well, we're not really a business, but like our thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a venture. Yeah. Yeah. And now that I would like people to share things and get involved and support us, mm. I see the importance of it and... I feel bad for not having done it in the past because you never know when it can be you. Mm. And if the people that aren't exactly as supportive as we would like one day do it, they're going to expect it in return, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. Uh, I think I've experienced that um, over the few years that I've opened Wolfpack as a business. You know, there's some people who, like my friends, my family, or... My, my my family first, my, you know, I'm not trying to call them out, but like, you know, sharing 
a family business it would mean a lot to the business owner or your family member you know because they know that they support you they they know you own a business yeah they know you own a business but then or they do it you know it's i don't know why it's hard for them to get behind it yeah maybe because they're just you know i don't know i don't know what they're thinking but sometimes I, i'm, I'm trying i try to put put myself in their shoes and like for example, like the most common one is when you someone invites you on Facebook to to like a business, yep. like and, and and they can't invite you if you're not friends with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's not as if like you don't need to benefit from it to like it. Yeah. And I feel like that's what it is with um, ventures and businesses. Is when people don't benefit from it, they won't like it. Yeah. I was like, why would I? Why would I like something that? You know, I don't do fitness. Why would I like a gym? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't listen to podcasts. Why would I like a podcast? Yeah. Well, it's not that. You know, it's not that. You, why would you find something that would benefit you first? Yeah. Well, I think that's like the selfish nature of humans, you know, where you're, oh, I'm not going to benefit from this. Why would I like it? Yeah. And maybe, you know, well, uh, he'll be fine. He's got plenty of friends. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But if everyone says that, you don't get anyone. You get anyone, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But uh, so we do have the usual, like I said before, the usual people that will like every post, listen to every episode. Share. Uh, yeah, share. Mm. And they're taking things out of it. And that's enough for me at the moment mm. because the people immediately around us that we care about and see every day are taking something out of it. Well, we've already reached more than the people we thought we would yeah but uh we just yeah we think more people would benefit from listening to it and yeah getting involved as well so we have reached out to a few people that have said no or not yet at this stage and they're people that people want to hear from yeah and we're not going to throw anyone under the bus like we send questions out beforehand they review it they say yes or no to answering things we're not here to make anyone look bad. No. We want to talk to people that people want to hear from. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're not here to try and sell anything, uh, discredit you, ruin your reputation, your organisation, anything like that. Yeah, yeah, just trying to get your word out. Yeah, uh, from the very beginning, we told we we've said that from the very beginning with what our mission and vision is from the start so yeah yeah if 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 we're coming you know you're not gonna get grilled no if that's what you're scared of yeah yeah well i'm, I'm not saying you're scared maybe this thing is not for you and i understand yeah so everyone everyone we've reached out to we've always ended it with if it's not for you that's fine it's not for everyone mm. like if you don't want to talk and have your voice on the internet forever because it doesn't go anywhere no. like, it's on spotify and, and unless we delete it Mm. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. So if that's not for you and you don't want to hear your voice out there or have people find you one day, well, fine. Mm, yeah. I mean, I feel like this. people overthink these things, you know. If they say something, well, you know, oh, we've seen it. We've seen it happen before where people um, say something and they would pick one controversial um one controversial statement in that entire sentence or statement and then they will make it like oh he hates this yeah. you know well and it does happen 
and we're trying to be careful about what we say, but also not be careful and uh, filter it too much, like, you know, swearing or whatever. Yeah. So we're both sailors and you cannot, like, you know, it's a part of the vo- vocabulary of sailors to swear. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the end of the world. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're, we're, we're listeners are like ranges from, you know, kids to adults. But if we do swear, well, your kids shouldn't be listening to Spotify anyway by themselves. So Yeah, I think the, on the stats, it says our age range is from 11 up to 66. So 11, 11 years old. 11 years old. Yeah. That's and that's more than one. So we can't just say it's Georgie because it's more than one 11 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Georgie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's his birth. It's her birthday tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yeah, she has to t- turn nine. Nine. Well, it should say nine then. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. turning nine tomorrow. Yeah. Happy birthday, Georgie. Happy birthday, Georgie. Probably you doing anything? Hey. You doing anything? Nah, I bought her. Uh, I bought her an iPad. Oh yeah. And a pen, because yeah. it's always like saying, oh, "I want to be a digital artist." <laughs> I don't know exactly what she means by digital artist, but I feel like she's just into drawing and stuff like that, and it will save a lot of paper. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, how's that? Uh, that Indonesian kid that made money on NFTs selling photos of himself. That's it. Eh? Yeah. It's crazy. A million dollars. Yeah. They made. She. He made a million dollars selling photos of himself. Yeah. How crazy is that? And then there's another kid that was um, made a lot of money off NFTs as well, but he didn't have a bank account. Oh, so well. he can't spend <laughs> the money anyway, <laughs> which is weird because how can you buy something without having a bank account or using your mom's bank account? Yeah. Well, if I was the parent of that kid, guaranteed that bank account will be sorted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> million dollars, yes, yeah. please. Yeah. It's easy money. Well, speaking of making money and businesses, as we touched on, mm. did you want to touch on where Wolfpack's at and moving forward? Yeah, of course. Be like I'm pretty open with my pretty open with my ventures, and I yep. don't try to hide it, and I try not to keep it secret. You know, or secret. You know, when they say just you know work in silence, and then it all comes out when it's all done. I'm quite the opposite i don't like keeping things in secret yeah. or like not secret but like keeping things under the covers just because for me putting something out there gives me a bit more motivation to actually get it done yeah you know what i mean because if you keep saying something that like oh i'm gonna start this and this and this and this and you don't do something about it i'd feel embarrassed personally yeah. so i have to pull through with it um sometimes most of those things don't pan out but I gave it a crack, you yeah. know what I mean? So with Wolfpack moving forward, so this is the second year we ha- um, we're we in this this um, facility or this unit. Um, so I'm looking at, obviously, moving forward to have a bigger facility and and um, do um, a little bit more wadding. Yeah. You know? Um, so we're going to... Like you probably would have seen it if you follow the Wolfpack page and like the Wolfpack Athletics. We're just not like we are a weightlifting gym, but we also do like a lot of conditioning workouts, yeah. you know. And it's been quite busy, so I feel like capitalizing on that would be a smart idea. Yeah, yeah. Because like you know, you you started doing a bit of working out now, um, like 
veered away from weightlifting for a little bit. Not saying that you don't do ollie. You do still do ollie for a couple of days a week or so, but you mostly doing wads. So. Yeah, because it fits in with my lifestyle. And being able to just like move away from everyday training a stringent training yeah, yeah stringent training yeah and just all right i'm joining the classes i'm going to maintain my fitness probably get stronger in other ways mm, yeah and be able to do that like when you first moved from where you started mm. into your own facility i did think it was going to be a barbell only gym and i feel like some people may have thought that too mm. like uh thinking oh it's olympic weightlifting only yeah and i think you still like you've said it and like you still need to get the point across that it's not the case yeah definitely it's definitely not the case because i started off as a crossfit coach yeah i started doing you know crossfit before weightlifting and i found weightlifting through crossfit so yeah. it's you know and i it's just when I started the um, Wolfpack, it, it is a weightlifting club. Yeah. It is a weightlifting club. But when we moved to this facility, it can't just be weightlifting. No, it's not big enough yet. Yeah, yeah. It's not big enough. My club is not big enough to be just a weightlifting gym. So yeah. it has to. And then the business side of things, mo most people want conditioning and, you know, doesn't want to do barbell. And, you know, you just try to adapt with the with the, uh, with the the market, you know. Because yeah. as much as I just want to push ollie, 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 we can only get so far, you know? Yeah. Um, and feels, so... It feels like CrossFit's on a boom again too. Like, yeah, after this pandemic, I yeah. feel. Yeah. Everyone getting back into the gyms and... I think with the troubles weightlifting's having, like, they were having a good run, but I think CrossFit's taking over again. Mm, yeah, and it's a good avenue for people who are scared of weightlifting. Yeah. Because well, Olympic weightlifting is a part of CrossFit. Yeah. You can't get away from it, you know? If you shit a barbell... Yeah. It, 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 it's... It doesn't work, so oh, well, it can work, but you're shit. So yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I um, it's a good avenue or a good gateway to start conditioning and CrossFit, and then find out about weightlifting through that, because yeah. that's exactly how I found out about it. Yeah, and and that's most people who did too. Like, yeah, you know, this this yeah, like you, and most of our WWA lifters are CrossFitters. Yeah. You know, so you, it's not it's not foreign to them yeah. the concept of starting a CrossFit and then weightlifting. So, why not do both? And I feel it can both. You know, one can benefit from the other. Yeah, and something I wish I had done a lot earlier on is what well, started early. Mm. Uh, started as a kid, but obviously growing up in Victoria, weightlifting and just gyms in general, well, there wasn't really CrossFit around 20 years ago. No. Uh, so it wasn't exactly the case, but I do wish we had that when I was a mm, younger kid. And I'm well, sure I started with tennis and football, but now seeing how much I love this side of things, I can could have seen myself doing that in hindsight. No, oh, it's still young. So how do you find like the kids' classes? Like, man, they're full and... I avoid coming in the afternoons <laughs> because there's so many kids and they love it. Like you can just see how much they look forward to coming here and doing cleans and squats and wall sits, like stuff adults don't even like to do. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great because like kids are obviously your, like 
as much as how cliche it sounds, like, but your kids are the future. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're not, you know, you, you can't invest in. A, you can't invest in a forty-year-old. Oh, you can. It's, yeah. A forty-year-old will move differently than a kid, and they have different mindset. But like with kids, it's it's they're more. It's hard to convince a kid to to do something they don't like. Yeah. You know, you can push them in here, but as soon as they don't feel like they they're having fun, they go. Yep. Right. Um. But with the kids that we have here, I feel like they're all having fun, and I'm, you know, my patience has been tested a few times. So I'm yeah. not gonna lie, like it has been tested, especially like the last year. Yeah. The last year was quite hectic, and I was still like, okay, well, where do I stand with these kids, and how do I navigate all this, you know? And I was asking Georgie if he, she can help me with um, containing the kids, yeah. you know, because she's pretty switched on. But now, like, you know, the kids that are here. They're all like they're all lovely, but there's there's a lot of growing that's happening, and I'll be you know I'm I'm I'll be happy if they can pick something out, not just the fitness side. Yeah. Like you know I I can some of the values that I want to instill to kids, to be um you know transferred to them just a little bit you know. Yeah. Like mental toughness, trying to get on with things and not complaining too much. You know yeah. what I mean? Because nowadays the society these days so soft man like there's a lot of kids that are fucking soft yeah soft kids yeah entitled yeah soft just untouchable yeah so. like y you can't tell them anything yeah and you you know like when i was a kid you know when i was a kid i got beaten up by mm. my parents i'm sorry but they, it happened you yeah. know what i mean but it's probably my doing you know i was a pretty naughty kid yeah. so it's my doing but then i learned from that you know i learned that Everything that you do has got a consequence. Yeah. You know? And that's what I want to get the kids to be, you know. That's why when we play games during warm-ups, you know, when everyone gets a medal, yeah. sort of, like in sports, right? Yeah. Not here. Like, you, it pays to be a winner. Yeah. You have to win. You got to try and win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until you, before you get a prize. Because outside, the kids outside would just expect the medal for minimum effort. Yeah. Or zero effort even. And that's sad. Yeah, I guess growing up, that was the transition phase where I was still, well, I was a teenager, 16, 17, and that had started to come in. There was an award for everything to make sure that everyone was covered and no one could get two. No one could get more than one award. So you could have been the best midfielder in footy, but you couldn't be the best and fairest of the team, even though you probably were, mm. because you, know, you got too much and someone would have gotten left out. But I guess the mindset I have is if I've been given an award that I know I'm not really... Uh, deserving of i need to like i don't feel good about it i need to know that that's my award and i need to know that there was no one that should be deserving of that yeah and you competed for it yeah and that's just my nature and when i eventually have kids i really really want to try and instill the behavior of having fun yeah but also not settling for being a number like if you if that's your intention in sport and fitness being a number and just doing it to move and as a hobby fine but if my kid ever comes up to me and says i want to get to this level and then they settle for being average well no because you're contradicting yourself mm, yeah. and that's a lesson i'm going to have to learn that maybe they won't have the same personality as me but maybe they will well you know a person is made up by 
two people. Yeah. It's always going to be that two people, you yeah. know. DNA is is a real thing, you yeah. know. Even if you you know, even if you don't know that other side of you, it's always going to be in you. Yeah. You know, because that's how that's how we we're made, yeah. So like the kid the kid that uh, that you, you will like, you know, the kids now are a reflection of the parents. Yeah. And I think I made a post about that yesterday. Yeah. Um, about like achievements and um, medals and whatever else. It's great. Like, I mean, I love competitive kids. Yeah. I love competitive kids. And you know, those kids are, you know, will push for it. But the kids that I feel that will go further are the good people, the yeah. good kids, the kids that will listen, the kids that are coachable, the kids that are willing to take instruction. Because some of them don't. Yep. Um, some of some some kids just won't listen to you. Yeah. Like this, you know, and it's it. it I guess it's starts from the parents. Yeah. You know, starts at home. Like I said on my post, it's it does start from home. You know, you can you can have the most athletic kid out there, the most brilliant, like superior athlete kid. But if that kid is an asshole, yep. I would pick the kid that's not saying anything, and you know wanting to do better but they're getting overshadowed by these kids who are getting yeah all the attention you know i'll i'll pick them i'll pick them any day so i don't i i, I don't care about like i don't care about achievements i do yeah. but i don't yeah like if it if it costs if it costs um the kid their, uh, their manners like if they are absolutely fucking dickheads yeah. and there's people like that you know yeah there's kids like that which is like when we i don't give a fuck you're a fucking idiot yeah you know there's kids like that but i don't want that kid yeah you know what i mean because they will have no friends yeah <laughs> and i like seeing the kids here because like you said over the last year or so like it's people have come and gone and yeah. i think you got the right not saying no one else should come, but like you've got the right people here now and the right kids, the right parents as well mm. because you'll find that the parents are doing the workouts after the kids. The kids all play with each other. They're all happy. And then the parent is making a good example yeah. for their kids yeah. by working out afterwards, showing them that it doesn't matter how old you are. It's still it's benefiting. Yeah. yeah. And like what you said before about the genetics, like Kate or well, my wife is completely not into like – athletics yeah into fitness but not like anything competitive mm -hmm. so who knows i might have a kid that is kate and it's like i can't push them because they're not going to want it yeah they will be good at something else yeah exactly yeah. and but then on the flip side i might have a kid that's just more competitive than me yeah yeah, yeah. so but i know for sure they'll be here they're, yeah. gonna, they're gonna try it and if they love it, they love it. If they don't, they yeah, don't. Yeah, that's what I do with um, like my two girls. Like, you know, I introduce them to this at a very young age because I've been coaching for a while, and then you know they know what I'm doing. And I feel like they could, you know, they can roll in here and do whatever they want, yeah. like fitness-wise, you know. And it's always going to be there. But like pushing them to do something that I would like to do, yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, definitely. Like I'm not going to live my life through my kids. Yeah, I will not. Like if my if Georgie said, I want to be a ballerina, be a ballerina. Yeah. Do whatever you want, you yeah. know, as long as you're happy. Or if I want to, like, if, if she says, I want to be a garbage man, like, I want to yeah. drive trucks, go hey, on. go for it. Yeah. It's like, I think there's nothing more than, 
nothing worse than a parent living through their kids. Yeah. I feel like and like setting expectations for yourself and then expecting your kid to be the same. Yeah. It's the worst. Like and and it will give them unnecessary pressure to perform and they take the fun out of it. Yeah. Like who um you've started jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Did Georgie start first and yeah. then you? Yeah, Georgie started yeah, first. Yeah, so like Georgie went and, well, she obviously asked you if she could do it because mm-hmm. she saw some of the kids here that do it. Mm-hmm. And now you do it and you love it. Yeah. So it's like it works both ways, it, it right? It does. It does. Yeah. It does work both ways. It's not like just me and I love doing it with her. So, you know, cause I show her stuff. But she still loves doing Ollie. Yeah. And doing CrossFit once in a while. That's good. Like, I... Like, they can be... I, I want them to explore as many things as they wanted to do, explore because they have options. Yeah. You know, options will always be um, a thing that us here in a, th- in a first world country will always have. Yeah. We're not we're not living in a third world country where there's no options. I've got to stop thinking about that th- that way because when I, when I, you know, when I see, I'm just going off fucking topic now. Oh, it's, it's probably similar, but like... When you say, you know, Chinese, the Russians, um, you know, um, and other third world countries have kids who are starting off at an early age. And I feel that's not by choice. No, definitely not. It's by it's what they need. Yep. You know what I mean? And, 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 and understand the difference. You know, you can never compare a kid that started early doing weightlifting because that's their only choice to do. You know, like in China, you get segregated into fucking different sports and what you're good at or whatever. And there's a gazillion other people and that's your way out of poverty. You know, in in a first world country, kids aren't built the same as those kids, you know, and you can't force it to them because it's not going to happen unless the kid actually says, hey, I want to do this and I want to dedicate my entire life to this, yep. but be a good person first. But yeah, I want to dedicate. I want to dedicate my life to this, and I'm going to do this. And then that's where you go. Like, okay, well, if this is what you want to do, let's do it. Yeah. But if you're forcing a kid to like, in a fr- I- I- in this environment, you push a kid to something. That's when they the fun goes away, being a child goes away, yep. and everything is just like all about the numbers, all about this, all about that. It's no fun anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that's why, you know, as much as I, you know, the uh, competing, like I want to see kids compete. I do, but I wanted th- I want them to think um, long term on like you know whatever makes them happy or fun. Or if it's fun for them, then it's cool. Yeah, it's good for me. Yeah, like uh, I have a my niece who's fourteen mm-hmm. at the moment. Her, oh, my sister's a tennis coach, so oh, cool. She plays tennis, right? Yeah. And she grew up around tennis and has been playing tennis since she was three, so 11 years, mm. whatever. She's in the top 100 females in Australia. She's 14. Wow. Top 100 females in all of the country. And I think it was not too long ago, everyone could see that her motivation was dropping and just had to take a step back. I think she was 12 at this time. Yeah. And it's like, she's a 12-year-old. She's going to change her mind. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how much effort and time you've put in, you can't force her. You, like especially in Australia, there's like you said, too many options, and they've got too many outside distractions. Yeah, distractions and mm. sources coming into their head. Their friend might be into something, and they might see that and be like, "Oh, that looks fun." But then at the end of the day, 
she did, from what I could see, she did think about doing something else. Mm-hmm. But then she came back to tennis and realised how much she loved it. And sure, it was because she was good at it. She yeah. was one of the best people that she knew at mm. tennis. Yeah. And if she makes it, she makes it. But I know that no matter what she does, her parents will like, support. support it. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. It's it's very um, it's a thin line between like being a like with as a parent too, you know, you you gotta you gotta learn how to um just focus on your own journey, on your kid's journey, yep. and and not get it caught up into all the other stuff, you know. Like I don't want to give dance moms shit, but you know, like parents that are too involved yeah. in the sport, like you see them, you see it a lot, you know, like they want to be. They want to be on it. Yeah. Like, they want to be the, you know, like, oh, that's my kid, you know. Yeah. Her, why is he not playing or yeah. that shit, you know. That's, I feel like that's just taking the fun out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The parents that yell from the sidelines and abuse umpires. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. And yeah. it's embarrassing. It is very embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, like, <laughs> you know, if you it's embarrassing for the kid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been, um, like, my dad has never been like that, or my parents, but I've seen it, and I've been teammates with the people that their parents are screaming at them from the side, and you see their face, their motivation, their effort, it just drops, and then they just get screamed at even louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then who knows what happens at home, but um, let's not speculate on that, but they don't come back. Like, the season ends, and you don't see them again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... It's a shame. Yeah. That's why I, I try to be careful with kids that I teach and coach. And when do, when should I step the gas? Yeah. And when I should just step back and let them have fun. Yeah. You know? And I feel like I teach, I try to teach them respect first. Yeah. Like respect me first because I'm the adult here. I'm coaching you. Yep. I'm, you're under my wing right now. If anything happens to you, it's my fault. Yeah. So, you, you know, safety first for me. And then you know, respect me as your coach first, and then we you know we'll go for, we'll go yeah. we'll go after that. You know, I think with the amount of kids you have, and you have help, but controlling classes like that is a skill. And I think with the right kids as well, you're doing pretty well with it. So. Mm, yeah, uh, thank you. Yeah, I'm still learning to to do all those things. So hopefully, it gets better as we go. Yeah, um, uh, I know I know it will. I know it will get better. Well, I see it on the local Facebook pages. Parents asking for, you know, oh, my kid wants to do something outside of school. And I've seen people writing the gym's name down, do this or go play soccer. But the fact that pe- the word's getting around. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, good. I know, nice little plug because not all kids do play sports. Mm. Not, all, not, not, not all of them play team sport. Um, like obviously, uh, CrossFit and weightlifting are individual sports. You know, there's a team CrossFit, but like we're not touching on that. Like this is the sport for people who don't play sport. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. If you want to just chill out and you know, outside of playing tennis, like that's an individual sport. Like outside of playing football, um, soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it 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 might develop them to be a good athlete. Yeah. And it will, it will happen, you know. Uh, I started sport pretty young. Like, I started playing basketball when I was like, I don't know. No? Yeah. You know, I had a ball in my hand and I started dribbling and I was, mm. off I go. Like, kids, some some of the kids that are at home, 
doing absolutely fuck all. Yeah. yeah. You know, this is the sport for you kids. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I feel like you'll be a bit more confident to get out of there and then get after it. And you just watch your strength grow as well. Like, mm. You don't just have to be a kid either because I was a twig when I uh, got into fitness and I always was. I was the fast kid, the runner, mm. the one that um, ran away. They used to make black jokes saying I was the kid with the McDonald's voucher running to Macca's that quick. <laughs> and... um. Oh, I found that one funny. <laughs> Sorry for anyone who takes offense. Uh, anyway, so I started squatting, and now, like, even I don't fit into jeans properly because my quads are a bit too big, yeah. and uh, people say my back's wide because I do pull ups. And it's like, well, I never thought I was genetically in that pool, in that pool, and yeah, yeah. that my muscles would grow, and it just needed attention. Yeah. And you could be. The nerdy teenager, young kid, and your life might change. Like yeah, absolutely. New sense of confidence. You start to love yourself a bit better. Uh, like what you see in the mirror rather than just maybe... You're content. Yeah, yeah, being content. So, yeah, it's a sport for everyone, mm. no matter where you come from. Yeah. Being content is like the the worst part. Oh, yeah. For for most people. like uh, You reckon, you reckon that... People would go, right, I'm happy with I with, with how I look right now. But they're just trying to lie to themselves. A hundred percent. Like um, people might look in the mirror and unintentionally suck their gut in. Mm. And it's like, oh, I look all right. Or yeah. hang on. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. There's a reason you're changing your body in the mirror for your own eyes. No one's looking at you. Yeah. Like you're your own critic here mm. and you're making your body look different to please your own brain. Yeah, yeah. You're not content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's just an appearance thing. Yeah, I feel like this, this, this. Uh, fuck, it's very um, controversial. Where now, people who um, like the body positive, I think was it body positive? Like when you'd be happy with what you look like. This oh, is yeah. how you made or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Be happy with it. Yeah. You don't have to do anything. You're beautiful. You are yeah. or whatever. Doesn't else. matter what size, shape you are. Yeah, yeah. Well, I am very supportive of people who are very happy and content, but I also want them to be honest with themselves. Yeah. If you can honestly look in the mirror and say, I'm happy because of this, this, and this, and I'm happy with the way I look, but I am strong. I am this. I can get through anything. Mm. Yeah, good. But if you are honestly not happy with don't how fake you it. look, don't fake it because it's never going to get better. Yeah, and your mental health is just going to suffer. Yeah. Mm. And, like, I've heard of people saying, oh, I want to lose weight, I want to be this number. Unless you're doing a sport that relies on numbers, like weightlifting and mm. competitive weightlifting, where you want to be on the national team or you want to win the state comp mm. or whatever, don't worry about your weight. Just get to a point where you're happy with what you look like mm -hmm. because looking like being 80 kilos with a gut looks different to 80 kilos with muscle. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. we're not, and for the females out there that don't want to be bulky, well, muscle isn't always what you think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's missing. There's a lot of misconceptions and it's, I think, going to be an ongoing thing with society and how people perceive themselves. Yeah. Like it's, it would come down to your personal on how you actually think about yourself. It trickles down to the kids too. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's actually ridiculous how much you see nowadays where my kids just aren't happy with themselves because they see it in the parents. The parents might shame themselves. The parents might call the kids 
things, yeah. Yeah. And or they see it at school and, yeah, it's not good. You should, in my opinion, is very controversial. There should not be, unless for any medical reason, there should not be an overweight child. Yeah, I agree. Because they do not make those decisions for themselves. I agree. And I'll argue with anyone about that Mm. because I see too many overweight children and most of them have overweight parents. Yep. Or they just love their kids so much that they will give them anything that they ask, you know. I want chicken nuggies. I want fucking milk chocolate. I want this. I want that. And they'll just give. I, you know, I'm lucky with my kids that they're not like that. Yep. You know. Well, you know, obviously there's like a little... When they crave something, I give it to them. But yeah. I, because I know that they don't indulge yeah. in it every day, you know, there's a difference. Because if you are going to KFC drive-throughs or Macus drive-throughs every night to feed it to your kids, and I'm like, you know, there's better options. Yeah, <laughs> it could like this. This could open up a whole fucking Pandora's box of fucking shit that parents yeah. would go like, well, because we don't have time, etc. You know, whatever else, whatever the reason may be. But I feel like you have to prioritize health first. Yep. Health first, and make them realize that as kids, that you know, health is your ticket to a good life. Yeah. And if you go back to the start of this episode where you said people take what they want to hear that might sound controversial and they will run with it. Yeah. So I just want to reiterate that I said besides the ones with medical conditions Mm -hmm. because unless you have a limiting factor and don't make one up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, because that happens too. There is no reason why a child should be overweight. Yeah. If you are an overweight parent, that is no excuse either. Yeah. Like you've made your choices, make better ones yeah. for them. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's not good to criticize a child's weight, but there is a difference between maybe a bit solid mm. and overweight because a kid's metabolism is on fire. Yeah. Everyone wishes they had it. Mm. So it takes a lot to make a kid fat. Yeah. I don't like the scientific evidence of like metabolism slowing down. I think there's there's a, there's a point in, in in a human's life that it slows down, but like in in kids, in ki- kids can recover pretty quickly. Yeah, with yeah, with, with with um physical activity, um, and I feel like the uh, the the metabolism issue of adults and they say metabolism is slow. It's your metabolism is not slow. You're just doing the wrong things, yeah. and you are not um, exercising. Yeah, and if you want to lose weight. And you burn more than you eat? What, calorie deficit? Yeah, calorie deficit. You'll lose weight. Yeah. It's not your metabolism. Like, you will lose weight. Yeah. Without yeah. getting too scientific. No. Yeah. It's 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 unfair for you, unfair for the kids. Like, uh, it's unfair for the kids to, to suffer because you are suffering. Like, a lot of unhealthy habits that kids have is picked from their parents. Yep. Like, you know, if you're, um, if you're an alcoholic... Right. If you're an alcoholic and you drink every day or every weekend, and 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 the kids see it, yeah, uh, ki- and you can't function, um, and then you wake up fucking groggy and you know, like you can't look after the kids. You think you are, yeah. like you're doing bare minimum. The kids will see it, yeah, you know, and the kids will 
fucking oh it's you know this is how this is how my mum is yeah. it could could work both both ways you know it could be like i'm never going to be like that yeah or i'm going to be like that yeah it's it's okay to be like that uh that's yeah a double-edged sword and you don't want to toe that line though yeah you know you don't want to toe that line for your kid to 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 grow up thinking that it's okay or thinking it's not okay because if he thinks that it's okay and he starts drinking yeah and then you support that then you you'll have a problem yeah if you if if he thinks that it's not okay and he says oh i don't want to be like that they'll resent you yeah so <laughs> it's a loose-loose situation yeah. for you so why would you toe that line and especially like parents like me i want to show my kids the best version of me yeah you know as much as like how much stress i'm having or whatever else i want to show them that i can be there for them yeah no matter what i'll be that dad i'll be that parent yeah that i'll be i'll be there for them no matter what yeah and that's why i don't drink anymore yeah like i've been sober for almost over 18 months close to two years now so yeah it's great like coming from the navy, that's hard. <laughs> There's a reason why I didn't save any money in the first three years. Of yeah, my yeah, yeah. I used to drink every single day. Like yeah. when I got posted ashore, I have a mate. Uh, we would just go to a bottle shop and then find a new beer. Yeah. And we drink a new beer every day. Yeah. I I still did fitness at that time. Mm. I, you know, you you still have to be maintain a level of fitness, but I used to drink every day. Well, I used to live at um, HMA's Cuttable, which was in King's Cross. In King's Cross, yeah. And when I lived there, King's Cross was dying, but it was still a very bustling area. And so, yeah, I was um, I was out three times a week. Yeah. Yeah, I was out three times a week, and yeah, it wasn't wasn't healthy. But I still did fitness as well when I could. But I was spending what two, three hundred dollars a night, and at that stage we weren't getting paid much. Yeah, sure, we're getting paid more than you did at the same equivalent time because uh, we're years apart. Yeah, but I couldn't afford that. But that's where my money went, and I was even—I think I was living off um, chicken noodles and tuna at that point, and. A concoction that I still love to eat today that cost me about 80 cents to make mm. is tin of tuna, two-minute noodles, and cheese. Yeah. Trust okay. me, if anyone wants a sodium kick, try that. But I was living off that because I was making terrible decisions with my money, alcohol, and, yeah, my lifestyle. Yeah. And I guess I'm not going to blame the Navy, but it wouldn't happen now. No. Like to me. No, no. It's the environment, I think. Because you go to the military and I'm sure the culture now is different. But back in like back in those days, it was like it's a huge drinking culture. And I feel like that those times, because I, I, I haven't, I've, I've been out for like almost six years now, seven years actually. Those times were like you get away from the stresses of work by drinking. Yeah. And you bond with your friends by drinking, and and if you don't drink, you don't have friends. Yeah. It's like it's it's the reality of you know, being in in inside it like the, the military, and it's sad, and I feel like that's contributed into a lot of you know, post traumatic yeah. stress and other and other fucking problems. Yeah, suicide, depression. I got everything. Yeah. Yeah. Drug use. I remember back in the time, 
like I know that there's like navy people in my in my day use drugs. Yeah. You know, and, and they get away with it. Obviously, I'm not gonna can throw you under the bus. Oh, I've seen it too. Hey. <laughs> I see it too. Yeah, yeah. Even on the ships. Yep. You know, and that's the that's the way they get through the day to day, fucking, you know, hustle and bustle in the ship. Yeah. And it's. You know, that contributed into a lot of fucking rank things that shouldn't even fucking happen anyway. But, yeah, it's just sad to 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 to, to have lived there yeah. at that point in time, you know, to be there at that point in time. Cause you, yeah. But now I think um, the good thing about, one of the good things that came out of, like, um, the the generation now is social media is has exposed a lot of things that we used to do. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit that we did. If there's social media around that time, yeah, <laughs> you wouldn't get away with that shit, yeah. you know? The world would be way different. Now. Yeah, yeah, we be way different. But now, like, social media has given light to those things and I feel like that's sort of fixed that problem. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a good and bad like with social media and like the new the new military, you know. Yeah. Because there's less room for error. Yeah. And I feel that's why they're more lenient, I would say. Yeah. To them. Yeah. Because, for example, all right, I just cite an example. If, like, f- um, frat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in recruit school, or for example, like a instructor. Starts going out with a with a recruit. Yeah. And back in the day, this like, you know, it's no one knows about it until actually someone catches you yeah. on in the act. But now, because I think they're allowed phones in recruit school yeah. now, right? And to drink. Yeah. So it's harder for them to get away with those things. Yeah. The instructors, anyway. Yeah. You know, so they have to be like, and if you not just frat. But maybe the um, bastardization of and bullying yeah. and all that—it's not going to fly now. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of something from recruit school. Yeah. I was—we got dragged out in the rain because oh, I don't know someone's boots weren't polished properly. Mm. Anyway, I remember this um, leading seaman instructor. And you'd know him if I dropped the name, but that's okay. He's not in the Navy now because of sexual misconduct. Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, he was our instructor, or night watchman, the guy that was there at night time. Judy. Yeah, and we were outside, all formed up. And I can't remember exactly what he said. But it, it was something along the lines of gimp. <laughs> and I laughed. Yeah. And everyone else just looked at me and I was like, <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. I laughed because he was talking about gimps and I'm like, how is this relevant? He's like, oh, recruit Carmelotti. Do you love gimps? <laughs> no, leader. What's a gimp? He's like, you're a gimp. And I'm like, okay, I'm a gimp. <laughs> Everyone's just laughing, and I got in more trouble. Yeah. But it's like, that wouldn't happen now because everyone, they're too worried that someone's going to be like, oh, he called me a gimp. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. But um, I look back on. I know it's not really relevant, but it just reminded me of that. Yeah. I was speaking to one of uh one of my mates. You would know you would know this person if oh, I dropped the name, but um, this person is in Cerberus right now yeah. doing a course, whatever. And um, 
It's an instructor's course. Oh, he, this person is an instructor. Yeah. Physical. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, apparently, like, they can't yell at recruits anymore. They can't. No, they can't. They, they can't. Like, it's it's just, like, a completely different world Yeah. F- from what we knew. No physical punishments. And by physical, I mean, like, they can't make them do push-ups, push-ups run yeah. in their boots. Uh PTI needs to be there to make them do any of that. And yeah. I mean, it's push-ups. Like, yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah, it's all very... Yeah, don't touch me because you'll be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 completely different. And I feel like that's society. Yeah. That's no. society now, you it's know. exactly what it is. It's not like... It's not just the military. It's fucking the entire world. Yeah. The entire world has gotten fucking soft. Yeah. And fucking built with snowflakes. That's why their foundations are so shaky that they just get offended about every single thing that they don't like. Yeah. You know? And people, they forget that people are entitled to their their own opinions. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm... It's funny because I was watching this video the other day about Mike Tyson fucking fucking someone up inside the plane. You see that? Yeah. I was like, and he was the one who said that people get away with shit nowadays and without getting punched in the face. Yeah. And he lived up to that. Yeah. It's like, you fucking talk shit. Well, I'm going to fucking, you know, I'm going to yeah. do something about it. But, you know, and people go like, oh, you can't do that anymore because, you know, yeah. you, you can get fired for fucking assault or whatever. It's like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, if someone's talking shit and it's right in front of your face, what are you going to do? Yeah. You know, especially if they think that they're not going to hit him because of that. Yeah. And, and then, you know, the law will think like, oh, yeah, you, you hit him. It doesn't matter what you, yeah. what he, what they said. You didn't need to hit him. Mm, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, he's just going to do it again, isn't he? Yeah. Especially if you like confront, like if you did that to someone that... Did that to someone who is a very quiet person. Yeah. And then it just like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just trigger something like dark. Yeah, like um, in our adversity episode when they were, people were threatening to hit me. Mm. Oh, I'm not violent at all, but I, I was ready. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what would have happened. Wouldn't have been pretty on either end. Yeah. But yeah. Um change track a bit yeah something i wanted to talk about was i'm in that stage where i don't want to work for anyone anymore mm-hmm. and i've got all these ideas i've talked to you about yeah but i'm also in a stage of my life where it might seem like excuses but i actually like i've told you about it but i just can't not work i can't quit my job yeah, to chase yeah. It. it's by necessity yeah and yeah. that does happen mm-hmm. and but what kind of steps should someone take like to get started? I mean, I've planned it out. I've priced it up. I know what I need. Mm. I just need the right moment in time. Yeah. I, like I, I've always said this, you'll never be ready. Yeah. Nothing in this life will, nothing you do now will get you ready for life, yeah. especially business. I feel like business, if you have genuine, like this is a genuine passion or a genuine you want to give it a go. The only thing that you got to do is give it a go. Yeah. The worst thing that can happen is you not succeed 
and you'll start all over again. But yeah. like, there's fucking so many quotes out there when they say, you know, you're not starting from zero, you're starting from experience. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the worst thing that can happen. And it, you only grow from experience. And I feel like if, when, like in my, in my case, I was like, I had, I had that same, like the same thought process of like, I don't want to work for anyone else anymore. Yeah. And then I started, um, like I said, putting it out there. Yeah. If you put it out there, um, things could materialize faster than you think it could. Yeah. Like it could, it could just happen overnight. Like it, it really could. Like yeah. if you, if you want it, if you want it that bad, it's gonna happen. Yeah. But there's a lot of things to consider, like you know, mortgage, everything else, you know, whatever. Just just to live, because jumping into business is is a scary venture because you'll be working for yourself. Yeah. And if you don't work, you don't get paid, right? And that's a very beginning. Yeah. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Aside from the thousand others, the other things that you got to do. But if you don't start, you'll never know. Yeah. I watched a, oh, where did I hear it? Anyway, I heard something along the lines on another podcast I listened to about business. Mm. And they said, you could watch a million videos Mm. on how to boil an egg, but you still don't know how to boil an egg because you've never done it. Yeah. Yeah. You can watch as many business videos as you want about how to make money, how to do your taxes, pay people, whatever. You don't know how to do it because you've never done it. Yeah. And you don't know about the little things that are going to pop up and surprise you, mm. benefit you, um, kick you in the balls. Yeah, so it's scary. And then but with the support of Kate, I know that one day when it's right in this particular case that it will happen. Yeah. Because – but I'm not going to cut myself short and just try and make it happen if that makes sense. I want it to be done properly. Mm. I don't know if that's also – like, should I just get started at some point and start small and build, or should I just go for what I want and what I know, what how I foresee it being? Yeah. Okay. So that's a good. That's a good. Um, that's a good thought. Like, if you are going to start a business, scaling a business is probably one of the best things you can do. So, like, if you start off hot and buy all the fancy equipment, you might get you know a bit of traction at that start yeah and it's all about like marketing how you market it yeah. who's managing your business you see like you know you can't do it alone no right you can't do it alone you'll have to have people around you to support you and not just support to be in that business yeah you know because if it's not if you're doing it alone it's hard trust me but yeah getting started is the hardest part of the 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 um, hardest part of the process now that you've like you know done all the quotes and whatever else that you've done that's a start you know yeah um but don't get intimidated by what's what you want if what you want is to get a full-scale business happening at the same time that's a lot of planning yeah right it's a lot of planning but if you scale it first and start off um relatively modest of like whatever you're trying to achieve Let's just say, for example, you want to start a coffee shop. Yeah. Okay. Um, how do you know that people will drink your coffee? No, you don't. You don't, right? Yeah. Unless you open your coffee shop and fucking start selling coffee. Yeah. Right. So let's say, for example, you want to be a, a coffee shop with that serves meals. Yeah. Right. So you start with coffee, your main, your main thing. 
And if you don't have a place, what do you do? You do you mobilize it? Yeah. Start a coffee van. Yep. You know, a coffee van is a start because you can go anywhere yeah. and you're just selling coffee. Uh, and, and then eventually, once you're popular enough or you've made a made a name for yourself, you start making a coffee shop. Yeah. And that's what I mean by scaling the business is starting from like the very minimum to have a feel for it. Yeah. Uh, you, you you know, and then getting into that bigger space. Because if you, you know, you can't just open up a a big facility or a big restaurant without knowing how it all works. Yeah. Like, if you yeah, if you if you you, you want to start from the bare minimum first, and then you just like yeah. start building up to to that full scale place that you're after. Yeah, yeah. Because I understand, like I understand that feeling. Of, uh, if I if I'm gonna do something, I got to do it right. I got to do it full scale. But then you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, you that don't. Might not, my idea of full scale might not be full scale. Yeah. 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 Just start off. Yeah. Start. Start small. Like, you know, it will be better for you because you'll have experience and what people actually need. Yeah. You know, say for example, you're trying to sell buddy coffee, and then you want to sell steak sandwiches after. Yeah. And the steak sandwiches doesn't taste shit. Or it doesn't taste good. Then you know, you've wasted your time doing that. Yeah. But if you can, I don't know. I'm just. No, it's all right. No, my, my my brain is just like saying my my brain is just saying just go for it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because start small but go for it. Yeah, something that you can manage right now. You know. Yeah, like being ma- ma- managing managing what you have now will be, I think, the best part of it. Because the more the longer you wait, the longer you wait, the more time you think, and the more time you think, the more time you doubt yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, so I feel like that's that's a good. That's that would be my advice anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, thanks for that. Hmm. Well, um, I guess what do we have to look forward to in the next couple of episodes? Got a physio in the works. Yeah. A very respected physio. Got uh, a couple of athletes. A couple of athletes. Uh, we've had some ideas thrown at us, especially around the kids' space. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, someone in the gym recommended we talk to the only the coach at the only CrossFit affiliate for schools at yeah. a school. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I find that pretty interesting—an affiliate at a school. Yeah, yeah. So that could be something. But yeah, the point is, if you want to hear from someone, let us know because, well, if it's just what we want to hear every single week, we might start losing a few of you. But that's not a big deal. We'll keep doing it. But we want to talk to the people that you want to hear from. So yeah, yeah, we're not saying that we we make him famous, but they might make us famous. Yeah, <laughs> but no. So it, it it'd be good to get some feedback from from you guys to just yeah. And we can do phone uh, interviews as well. So doesn't matter where they are. And uh, yeah, it doesn't matter where they are. Yeah, we're good to go. I want to yeah. get um, I want to get some few people that would be n- in the in the fitness space, but are doing something different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I can think of a few, but yeah, just got to reach out to them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Torian, Torian Pro just finished or uh, semifinals. 
uh, CrossFit thing. And there's a few WO athletes that competed there. Yeah. Be good to get some of them to oh, just one yeah. even just get their insight. Get the insight of what it what it feels like being there. Um, competing yeah. against some of the best people. Yeah, especially someone who's uh, can compete against Tia Toomey. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're not starstruck, I don't know. That'd yeah. be crazy. That'd be a crazy experience sitting next to her, mm, just definitely. watching her. Yeah. Yeah. Just destroy everyone. Yeah. Being polite there. She wiped the floor. Yeah, absolutely. It's quite unfair too, like having only f- three spots for the Oceania region. Oh, when two of the women were uh, two of the best in the sport. It's like... You're just battling they for need like five. the last spot. Yeah. yeah. They need five so there's three deserving people after them can mm. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they should just get out. Uh, joys of... Saying you're not going to edit things. Just had to go to the toilet and accidentally stopped the original recording. So there we go. Mm. Uh, where were we? CrossFit Games. Yeah. So having like three spots in the Shan region. Yeah, it's especially for the females. Like I said, like when you've got Kara Saunders and Tia Toomey who were almost guaranteed. And then Ali Turner and Maddie Sturt finished, what, eight points apart. And yeah. Like that's heartbreaking. Mm. And yeah, it just... I actually preferred, in all honesty, the sanctional way, mm. where you pick the comp you want to go to, you win it, you go. Yeah. And the backfill process. But anyway. Yeah. Who are we? Or Australia needs more than one uh, event. Yeah, I think they're doing a down under championship now. No, not this year. Oh. Maybe next. Like that counts towards the... Qualifying. Yeah. Yeah. Commonwealth Games is soon. Yeah. Month away. Uh, good Commonwealth weightlifting team. Yeah. Could do some damage. That's yeah. great. Uh, 81s and the supers. And for the girls. Yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of people we can reach out to. Yeah. I think um, yeah, it'd be a good year for sport because uh, this entire COVID thing not happening anymore, which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Hope it all goes back to normal. Yeah. Oh. Everyone thinks this monkeypox thing is going to take off, but uh, if you want to have a quick look at why that won't take off, have a look at how it's transmitted. Mm. Yeah, it's just one thing after the other. They're trying to yeah. fuck us all up, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. No, trust me. Just look up how it's transmitted and you'll be, you'll sleep better at night. Yeah. I haven't even looked into it because I don't think it's going to be a no. issue. No, it won't. But, uh, yeah, so I think we're out of that little phase of our lives. Three years gone. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. Some teenagers have just missed out on prime time of their young lives. And yeah, that's Now they're adults. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else? Oh, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. Pretty happy. It'll be good. It's a good episode to shoot out there yeah uh it'll be out this afternoon if i can get on the computer yeah but yeah um well next episode look forward to that it's um i'll have a good guest happening so yeah i think i'm i'm on work wednesday to saturday so hopefully i'm getting done saturday or sunday out by monday and yeah try and keep up with the weekly episodes I'm going to New Zealand in a, about a month, so mm. might have to 
double record during the week. Yeah, easy. Or I can just join by phone. Yeah. On the top of a mountain. That'll do. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, um, yeah, if you're listening, like, subscribe, follow, rate, whatever. Um, All of our friends and families, like we said at the start, it's not going to hurt your reputation, trust no, me. No, and it means more than you think it does. Yeah. Uh, don't have to, if it's not you, you don't have to go chucking it all over your social medias, but if you just press that follow button, it helps us too. Yeah. Or even that five-star button. Yeah, that'd be better. All right, excellent team. Hope you uh, enjoyed the episode and uh, we'll see you uh, next week. Yeah, hope you haven't lost anyone and yeah, see you next time. All right.